Amen. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to Song of Solomon, chapter 2. Song of Solomon, chapter 2. Have you ever had a leak in your house or under your car? Anyone here ever had a leak you get to deal with? My how a little leak can turn into a giant problem how a little leak can cause major damage. And so we go on a search, where is it from? What is causing the leak? So to try and fix the problem. Song of Solomon 2, verse 15, it reads, Catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Now I know foxes... Not drops of water, but it's really all the same. The drops add up, and the drops add up quickly. More quickly than we realize. And soon we have a major problem. If we don't deal with the little drops or the little foxes, soon we can have a major problem that leads that leads to major damage. It's incredible the amount of water that can quickly accumulate from a seemingly insignificant leak. If you've ever had to deal with the leak, you know what I'm talking about. It seems like no big, no big thing, no big deal, but my, how quickly the water adds up. You know, we are called to a very precise way of living, and this is for our good. The Lord calls us to a very precise way of living. His Word calls us, even commands us to live in a very precise manner. And it is for our good. It's God's design. If there are leaks in our lives, we need to locate them and deal with them. If there are places where little foxes are getting in, little foxes that menace vineyards, we need to locate them and we need to deal with them. We need to locate the breaches where they are getting in. We need to find out the source, the place, the location. One little fox can do a lot of damage. One little leak can do a lot of damage. When a farmer knows there's one fox, the farmer goes after the fox. When there's a leak, the plumber goes after the leak. If you're a good homeowner, you're going to try and fix it. You're going to try and locate it. If you care about your automobile, you're going to try and locate it and fix the problem. You know, I've dealt with a fair share of leaks in my life. Shower. One time the shower was in use in our bedroom ensuite. I walked down the stairs towards the far entrance to a copious amount of water coming out of the ceiling light, pouring onto the ground. Also water running from the ceiling down the wall and water running out the side of the alarm keypad down the wall. So we stopped using the shower. We didn't know the source. We didn't know what was going on. 
We had someone come and look at it, someone apparently qualified to handle the job. And again, it leaked. And so we stopped using the shower once again. I think we actually went two years without using that shower, believe it or not. We were dealing with a home builder trying to get them to come in and fix the problem. Wow. The Lord teaches you patience and works on your character. And this is where we note, be careful who you let in to work on your life or to fix your leak. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that statement. Be careful who you let in to work on your life and fix your leak. Not everybody who says they are qualified are qualified. It's incredible some of the people people let in open the door to and welcome into their house, into their life, to work on their leak. We have to be careful who we let in. Not everybody who says they are qualified is qualified. And so we didn't know the issue, and we finally had someone who knew what they were doing come and fix the problem properly. A small leak can cause great damage. It's the little foxes. You know, we'd always like to think it's the big bad wolf, and sometimes it is. But oftentimes, it's the little fox. It's the little leak. It's not the torrent. It's not the downpour. It's, it's the little leak. And it soon adds up. Catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines. Well, again, I've dealt with a fair share of leaks in my life. Washing machine significantly happened two times. Located on the second floor, I head downstairs. Here comes water pouring out of the pendant lights over the island, flooding the island. By this time, you just want to wash your hands of the house and walk away, you know, but you're not going to do that. So we figure out the problem. We tried to fix it. I took the washing machine apart, you know, trying to save money, do all we can. and Worked for a while, and then there was another problem. We had some workers over, and they noticed the leak, and there we go. It's the washing machine again. And so we had to replace the washing machine. But I say and share this tonight to say this. Even a pinhole can produce a flood I went up there, nothing crazy was really happening. I mean, hoses were still connected, there was water there, and just a pinhole can produce a flood. We often don't think of it like that. We think it's no big deal. It's just a drop here and a drop there. But it soon adds up, and it comes out into the open. Don't wait until it's so big you can't handle it. Catch the little foxes or the little leaks that ruin. Don't wait until you can't handle it. Stop and find the problem and fix the problem. Ephesians 4.27, it says this, nor give place to the devil. The Good News Translation, don't give the devil a chance. The NLV, do not let the devil start working in your life. Just a pinhole, right? It produces a flood. It can produce a flood. The Amplified, leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. 
no opportunity. That's what the Word says. Again, we're called to live a precise life, a precise way of living, and it's far good. God doesn't want pinholes in us. He doesn't want pinholes in our Christianity and in our walk with Him, in our relationships, in our calling, whatever it is tonight. We could talk on all these areas. God doesn't want pinholes because He knows the pinhole can cause damage. We might not see it right away, but it adds up. It can bring much devastation and ruin. We could talk about so many things tonight. I just know that the Holy Spirit is perfect at hitting the mark. But again, don't wait till you have a massive flood in your life. And that's wise counsel for all of us. Whatever the area is tonight that the Holy Spirit is pinpointing, whatever it is, or perhaps you're all right, you're all sealed up. Well, you might need this word in the future in days to come or weeks to come or years to come. Don't wait until you have a massive flood in your life. Now, if water wouldn't have come pouring out of the lights downstairs, how would you have ever known you had a leak? And that is a good question. And in the case of the shower and the washer, I guess we needed the evidence. But when it comes to our lives, all leaks can be stopped up before we ever see damage. The Lord can work a miracle. God can help us. All the leaks can be stopped before they ever produce a flood. All the pinholes can be stopped. The breaches where the little foxes are getting in. What do we do? Psalm 139. Here's one of the things we do, verses 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So what we're saying is search me, my life, my house, all floors, all rooms, all potential areas where there could be a leak, where there could be a pinhole, where there could be a breach. Search my life. This is not something that we do once a week. This is not something that we do once a year or just when somebody stands up with a microphone and reads the verse. This should be, honestly, I believe, a daily prayer. Search me, O God, because, you know, every day if drops of water are dripping, they add up. And so if you let six days go by, I don't know what kind of flood you're going to have Saturday. Or what kind of damage even a week can produce if we don't deal with these things. And so the Lord brings us this wisdom, and we'd be wise to cry out like the psalmist. The Amplified, search me thoroughly, O God. And so we're not asking him, hey, just come. I don't want you to search where the washing machine is. Don't look in there. He's like, well, I've, I've looked everywhere else. That's where the problem is. Well, I don't want to give you that room. Well, you don't want the problem fixed. We have to let him in, and we have to let him do what he needs to do. The Lord will search us and show us every leak and every breach. He is perfect in his finding. If we're open, if we ask the Lord to come and investigate us and check us out, he will show us 
every place there's a pinhole. He will not miss one. He's not like that guy we got in that didn't know what he was doing. He knows what he is doing. Now, he can come to us once he finds out what needs to be done and say, this is what we need to do. But we have to say, okay. We have to give him permission because remember, we have free will. We say, Lord, whatever it takes, we need the problem fixed. It's a lot cheaper to replace a washing machine, if that's the problem, than to replace the house. But sometimes we look at the little cost, we don't think it's much. Or we think it's great in our eyes, but really it's not in terms of what the Lord is trying to protect, what the Lord is trying to save. Are there leaks we are ignoring? Are there leaks we've learned to live with? You know anybody that learned to live with the leak? I've been in houses like that. My grandparents had a cottage when we were growing up. I mean, they tried to fix that roof I don't know how many times. I think they just needed a new roof. And we'd go in there, we're sleeping on the floor, and there's a drip of water, so you put a bucket there. Pretty soon there were more buckets on the ground than there were kids. They are just all over the place. You you know, have to empty them and go put them back and locate the leak, and it's a crazy thing. I mean, when you're a kid, it's somewhat fun. It's not fun when you're the owner of the place. That's terrible. You know, you think of the leak even in a tire of a vehicle. I've had my fair share of flat tires in my life. Sometimes you can't even really notice it. Or it's go down a bit, hey, I'm just going to ignore it, I'm just going to keep driving, and then you go out, you know, two days later if you didn't drive one day and you got a flat tire, and then you got a big problem, when if you would have been wise, you just would have drove to the tire shop when you still had air in it, got the problem dealt with. Are there leaks in our lives that have caused us to quit using certain things? We just don't use that shower. Job 13, 23, it reads, How many are my iniquities and sins? Make me know my transgression and my sin. Sometimes we are the cause of the pinhole. It's disobedience, it's waywardness, it's sin. It's reluctance, it's pride, it's apathy, it's whatever it is. And we are the cause of the pinhole. Psalm 32, 3, when I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away. Wow. Lamentations 3, 40, let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. See, I had to go and I had to search and figure out because I'm not just going to call the guy in. Trying to save money again, you know, you want to locate the problem, not just have them come figure it out themselves. But I went and I searched out and figured out this is where it's coming from. And I think the Lord wants that kind of partnership. You know, that we too are searching ourselves. The Bible says search yourself, judge yourself. And so it's investigate me, Lord, but I'm also investigating. I'm also checking it out to see, wow, are there areas of my life that I need to surrender? And so it's, us working together. The message reads, let's take a good look at the way we're living and reorder our lives under God. Let's lift our hearts and hands at one and the same time, praying, 
to God in heaven. Well, as I mentioned, the shower was fixed properly. The washing machine was replaced. The first guy that came in simply tried to reseal the tile in the shower. Did not work. The sealant wore away. And once again, we had a leak. And because of that, us using it once again and it not being properly properly fixed, we not only had to have the workers come in, rip out the tile, fix it, we also had to have the front entrance ceiling all cut out and fixed. A lot of trouble, a lot of nuisance, a lot of hassle. Again, the Lord working on your character. Thank you, Jesus. You know, but sometimes little leaks reveal a bigger problem, and that's the point. Sometimes a little leak reveals a bigger problem. And again, it doesn't mean we need the leak to happen in order to know what needs repair beneath. I said before, we serve a God that knows. We serve a God that is perfect in his searching and his finding. He does not need the leak to know what's going on deep inside of us. Has a little leak revealed a bigger problem? You see, we have to stop trying to patch problems that we need to surrender to the Lord. We can't walk up and we got, you know, I don't know what you got, and you're trying to, that pinhole, and just seal it up with something. Hope that it works. Wow, leaks again. Okay, go seal it up again. But see, all the other damage that it's causing, you, you still might be able to get in the shower and have a shower and get clean. But it's everything that's going on underneath that we don't see. It's all that stuff that's happening that we just have no idea about, and then one day it all comes out. It all comes out. Because we didn't deal with a pinhole properly. That's the kind of damage it can cause. Song of Solomon 2.15, in the voice it says, Catch us the foxes. Catch the foxes for us, those little foxes that menace the vineyards, for our vineyards are so vulnerable when they are in full bloom. You see, this is what the Lord is saying to us. we got to take care of ourselves. There is some vulnerability. There are tender grapes. That's what's being said here. We can't just think, wow, I'm strong enough. No worries. Let's just have a whole bunch of pinholes in my life. Let a bunch of foxes in. No problem. We got this. I mean, that's just foolish living. That's just a lack of wisdom. Amazing words for our vineyards are so vulnerable when they are in full bloom. The New King James, again, catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. The Passion Translation, you must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. Wow. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together. You know, it's never just a little leak. It's never just a little leak. I want to share some words, the words of David Wilkerson. On a trip to Jerusalem, I saw a powerful example of how Satan can get a demonic foothold in even the smallest patch of ground. As I looked down over the holy city from the Mount of Olives, I saw the land where the Muslim Dome of the Rock Temple sits. That tiny piece of ground is perhaps only part of an acre. 
Yet somehow Satan got his hands on it and built a temple to himself, which now has become the abomination of desolation as mentioned in Scripture. The devil has managed to focus his powers in the very midst of God's once chosen people, Israel. And it all happened because he got just a small foothold. This is a vivid picture of what Satan does when he gains even the smallest piece of ground. Jesus told his disciples, The prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me, John 14, 30. He was saying, in essence, when Satan comes at me, he can't find any place where he can get a foothold. I am totally under the authority of my Father. Likewise, Satan cannot enter the body or spirit of any believer whose life is totally submitted to God's word. He has to be given a place in order to gain a foothold. And that happens only when a person holds back part of the price. Let me explain. In Acts 5, a couple named Ananias and Sapphira sold a portion of their land and gave the proceeds to the new church in Jerusalem. Yet when they laid the amount at Peter's feet, the apostle was perplexed. He asked, Why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? They had promised to give a certain amount, to give it all. Acts 5.3, as soon as Peter spoke these words, Ananias fell down dead on the spot. And just a little later, so did his wife. What is the lesson God wanted to teach the church through this? I don't believe it had anything to do with the physical piece of land Ananias and Sapphira owned. Rather, it had to do with the inner territory of their hearts. The couple believed they could be 95% obedient to God, but remain safely disobedient in one small area. They had heard God's pure word preached, but they rebelled against what they knew to be true. They convinced themselves, we can serve the Lord, yet hold on to this one thing. That was a lie to the Holy Ghost. So, the part of the price they held back had nothing to do with money, but a small bit of ground of covetousness in their hearts. It was a patch just big enough to give Satan a stronghold, and with their one stubborn disobedience, they allowed the enemy to fill their hearts. This is why Paul warns, neither give place to the devil, Ephesians 4.27. The example of Ananias and Sapphira is clear. The price of an overcoming life is no small matter. It means subjecting our lives wholly to God's word with no more dark places, hidden lusts, or rebellion. Do not give Satan one inch of ground. That's all he needs to gain entrance and establish a power base. How can we best protect and arm ourselves? Here it is. Get totally under the authority of the Father. Totally submitted. It might seem impossible for us to take ourselves there. And alone it is. But with God, it's possible. With the Holy Spirit helping us, it's possible. To be those that are totally under the authority of God, completely submitted to the Father. Not 95%. 100%. What is the goal and aim of the little foxes, or in our case, the little leeks? It's simple tonight. To ruin what he's planted in us. To ruin what we've planted 
Simply put, to ruin. The little drops of water, the little pinholes. It's that they bring damage and destruction to our lives. Now, maybe we don't realize how tender the grapes are. You see, tender things, as I said, require great care. I don't know exactly where the Lord is taking this in your life tonight, but this is a good reminder for all of us to mind the little pinholes. Sometimes we're on the lookout for the big bad wolf. We don't see the big bad wolf. We think we're in the clear, but it's the little fox. It's the little pinhole. We walk around, we don't examine like we should, or we don't really let the Lord examine like he should. And so the little leaks are missed because of, because of us. We don't see a torrent in the house. It's not pouring out of the front entrance like it was in our house, or it's not pouring out of the pendants over the island, and so all looks good. But is there a little leak? Is there a little leak? As I said, I dealt with a fair share of leaks in my life. One more. Sink. One of the children dropped a glass soap container onto the inner surface of the pedestal sink on the main floor water closet. Came home, cracked. Can't use it. Has to be replaced. So I went to Home Depot, bought all necessary for the job. Took out the sink. Put the new sink in. Didn't quite fit, had to get other things. Finally, it's in. Turn it on, it leaks. I don't know how many times I took that sink off the wall, off and on, but I would have taken it off a thousand times to not have a leak. Sure, I could have just dealt with the leak, put a little bucket under there. I actually thought at one point, I'll deal with this later, and so. I got a cloth and I kind of folded it up and just stuck it there and then I thought, no, that's not right. I mean, that's just a nuisance, you know. And your guests come and they're in there and what in the world is going on and I don't know how it adds up. And so I took it off. A leak is not acceptable. Don't settle. Don't settle. Maybe the Lord let all this happen in my house just for tonight. And if that's true, that's all right. It's worth it. Don't settle. Don't settle. I wish I could say that a thousand times. Don't settle. Don't settle for 95%. Don't settle for some leaks here and there, a pinhole here and there, a fox running around here and there. Don't settle. Now, I'm sure we all have stories of leaks we've dealt with, but I trust we can take this word tonight and use it and use the truth of God in it. Let's have the worship team return. Maybe the Holy Spirit's speaking to you tonight. You just simply hear the word and you know that there's, there's some pinholes in your life. You haven't been as careful as you should have been, as you've needed to be. Maybe you don't see the evidence of the flood on the other side right now or you don't see the damage behind the walls, or maybe it's just started. Would you commit tonight, Lord, let's deal with the pinhole. Let's deal with the pinhole. I mean, that's what David was saying. Search me. Is there any way in me 
Is there even one pinhole? That's how precise he wanted to live. Now, I know he had his struggles. I'm not here to you know, paint him like he's perfect. But he was a man after God's own heart, the word says that, and so we cannot take that away. Is there even one pinhole? And maybe tonight it's your own doing, our own doing. It could be tonight we've, we've let others in that have caused it. We've let the enemy in in some way. Maybe we couldn't, couldn't keep him out. It was just like that one point. We finally just said, forget it. Is it that big of a deal? But the Lord is calling us to precise living. Let's stand tonight. Would you just ask the Lord? Would we all ask the Lord tonight, God? Maybe we don't see a pinhole in our life, but you're perfect in your searching and your finding. And my, he doesn't come to condemn us. He comes with grace and mercy and love. If we open up our hearts, he comes to help us. He doesn't come in and point a finger like, look what you did, live with the pinhole. Let's see how messy it can get for you. No, God's not going to do that. He's going to come in and he's going to say, let's fix it. Let's work on it. And so, Lord, all of us here tonight, I just ask that your Holy Spirit would do what only your Holy Spirit can do. Just in these next closing moments, would you search us, God? Perfect in your searching, perfect in your finding. And just begin to speak to us about even the smallest breach. Those pinholes, Lord, that we know we don't want. And if we've simply learned to live with a leak in our life, I pray, Lord, that we would take the bucket away tonight. We would clean up the mess and we'd go to work with you. And we'd see the leak stop tonight. team's just going to sing and just allow the Holy Spirit to work on you. Of course, you can sing the words if you like. And we're going to wrap up. We've got one more thing to do before we head out. So just for a few moments, just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart.